Welcome to Staying in the Black, a show about teachers and money. I'm Miss Black, a New York City educator, single mom, and personal finance translator. Join me as I build my runway to retirement. Each week, we'll share actionable steps, resources, and inspiration that educators can use to maximize their benefits and improve their personal finances. Staying in the Black means having more assets than liabilities and being able to pay off your debt without any problems. Stop living paycheck to paycheck and build a joyful life. Thank you for joining me. Hello and welcome to another episode of Staying in the Black. I'm Ms. Black, your host, and today's episode is a book review of It's Not About the Money, A Proven Path to Building Wealth and Living the Rich Life You Deserve by Scarlett Cochran, um, the founder of One Big Happy Life. It's a blog um, and a website that has good information. So... I read this book early in the summer and for full transparency, I had like a lot of disagreements with it. And because I had a lot of disagreements with it, I was hesitant to record this episode because I believe in putting positive energy out there and there's really no need for me to review a book and like slam it like I'm not a book critic as you know I read finance and romance books I enjoy them I admire writers um, and the fact that they can you know put their thoughts into words and share them in a manner that can be help helpful to people um, or very entertaining to people and My mom said, if you have nothing nice to say, then you don't have to say anything at all. So um, when I share a book with you, it's really about helping you get a resource that will help, that I believe will help you. Um, There's no benefit for me to come on and slam a book. So didn't want to necessarily slam the book, but had a disagreement with some of the things stated in the book. And so what happened is I read it's not about the money, a financial game of planning and staying safe, sane and calm in in the economy by Brent Kessel. And I've already done a review of that book. And I had recommended the book to a coworker who is a coach. And the coach said, oh, my client loved the book. But then she gave me a different author. So two books. They start off the same title, but they're different. And so when she sent me the cover of the book, I was like, oh my God, this is a different book. Let me read it. But I was excited because to me, it's the same premise. And I thought really it was going to be similar to the other book and talk about mindset. And this book does talk about mindset. And I think that was some of the things that I was uncomfortable with. And I had to really question myself. So when I saw the coworker that, initially told me about this book um, just because they had similar titles. She and I had an impromptu conversation 
on the street. I think we ended up standing and talking for about a good 15 or 20 minutes about the book. And that said to me, I could do this review of this book and really talk about um, some of the things I disagreed with, but why I think it's a good book, depending on the stage of your financial journey that you're at. That's what I resolved after talking to her and trying to figure out exactly what my concerns or what about this book was not sitting well with me. Not that the book itself was a bad book. So here we go. Who is Scarlett Cochran? Um, She is a black woman who was a single mom for a bit before she met her current husband and they have a children children and she became a lawyer she's a um, veteran and she has worked for the um, consumer affairs she's like a phenomenal woman which also like had me concerned by saying like why am I not agreeing with her she seems like a really great person all of that to say to say that she is more than um, qualified to write a book about money. So she takes you from soup to nuts in your financial planning, right? She shares really good anecdotal stories about her life and where she was in her journal, her financial journey and why she makes some of the decisions or have been, has been able to make some of the decisions that she's made about money and kind of like some of the strategies and thinking that goes into some of the decisions that she has made. Now, this is kind of where... Um, I guess I was a little uncomfortable or initially had disagreed with her. She does a great job or has a great chapter on talking about debt. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know that I am debt averse, right? I think I used to say credit cards were the devil. I think debt is the devil, that sort of thing. But financially, you have to learn how to manage your debt. It's not necessarily that debt inherently is a negative thing, but I think what made me uncomfortable or got my, like the hair standing up on the back of my neck is like, she just gives a really solid example and a a view that kind of neutralizes debt. And right, so, so for, for someone who, and I always tell you about my biases, right? For so someone who thinks that debt is the devil, um, to hear someone frame it in a way that can be detriment, I think detrimental, depending on where you are in your financial journey. And that's like how I came, you know, to be able to do this review. Is she's saying debt exists and it does. And it's your view of it and how you engage with it that really impacts how you, what it does to you or how you experience it. So she gives the example of your utility bills. 
You have utility bills every month. You're, you are fine. You are comfortable with paying those utility bills every month. And you know that they are going to come. It's a form of debt, right? You, they allow you to use your utilities before you actually pay for them. And at the end of the month, you get a bill and you pay it. So how it doesn't differ from if you have credit card debt. You've made the purchases and it is a bill that you would have if you purchase a home. You have, you know, the the bank loans you all of this money for the house and then you pay it off on a monthly basis. It is all debt. So People are comfortable with having debt. It has been framed in certain ways that make you think of it as good or bad, something that you want or you don't want. And her view on it is is it's part of your financial picture, right? And so where it made me uncomfortable and made me think about something, it's like, so people kind of are living like this, you know, YOLO, you only live once life. And so it's just like, you have songs, like just throw it in the bag. Or, you know, you just swipe, 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 and you are purchasing things that you don't need. And then when the bill comes, you're like, oh my God, right? You also have people in the financial industry who shame you for having credit for card debt or a mortgage, or debt on your car, or any type of debt. And it's just, so you're you're caught in this really crazy mind space. And her take on it is like, you have to work on your mindset around the debt. And if you just see it as like another bill that you have to pay, that's fine. And for that, I had to agree with her, but here's was my, or here is, or was my concern. If your debt is so overwhelming, it doesn't allow you to live the type of life that you want to leave. It is a problem. And that's a mindset shift that you must have and engage around. And so you can't, well, not can't, depending on where you are in your financial journey, just having the mindset that everybody is going to be in debt is can have a, a a negative impact on your financial progress. So where I am in my financial journey, I can totally wrap my head around what she's saying, and I make the choice because personal finance is personal to not carry a balance on my credit card, to not have a car note. The only debt that I have is my mortgage. Um, And that allows me to live the life that I want to live. But I can totally recognize how if you're new starting out in your career, you may have um, student loan debt. You may actually need a car. And the only way that you can afford one is to get a car loan. There are various reasons why you may choose to go into debt. And I am no better than you because I choose not to. It just is a different 
financial option. So I would recommend that people read the debt uh, chapter and really think about how you think about your debt, especially if you have a lot of shame around it. Um, And because generally when you have shame, you try to avoid it and you get into things much, you know, get your, dig yourself a deeper hole. She also um, talks about like she has, you know, plans and she offers you access in this book to different spreadsheets um, that can also be really helpful. The other thing that she gives you in this book that I find is really helpful is she's not slanted one way or the other, right? She gives you a lot of information, right? The pros and cons, which is what something else that I liked. She gives you the pros and cons of whatever recommendation she makes for you, right? So there's a pro to paying off your debt. There, Here's the con to paying it all off. Um, there are so many factors into your financial decisions and she highlights them for you. The premise of her book is to give you the information so that you feel confident in your financial moves. And I think that is also a great idea. Most people in the financial industry, when they write books, they are very prescriptive and directive in the steps that you need to take in order to get where you want to go. And this book just says, here are all your options Here are the pros and cons of these options. Do with it what you will. Um, And I found her book to probably be the most middle of the road uh, or um, I don't know, like unbiased financial book that I've probably ever read, which has probably um, made me fed into some of my discomfort because I'm used to reading books. And even with the podcast and when I coach um, my clients, we just talk about like, okay, how do we, are we most effective and efficient in getting you to where you need to be? Um, Whereas her book is just kind of like, trust yourself. What do you think? How do you feel about it? Um, And then take those steps to do what you want to do. So that gets me to the point that when I had the 20 minute conversation with my coworker about the book, I think that this book is great for someone who is able to manage their money successfully and just wants clarifying thoughts or Um, options about next steps and how to tweak or maximize or make their money journey much more efficient. I, that person can look at this book and just pick from it what they want to and really tweak what they want to. I would hesitate to recommend this book to someone who was new on their financial journey, Um, someone who was trying to get out of debt, Um, because I feel like it gives so many options 
it could lead to analysis paralysis. Like you would read this book, it would give you a lot of options and you would almost be stuck because you don't know what to do. And she's talking about really feeling confident in your money choices and your money decisions. But I feel like if you're at, if you're in a money crisis or if you are looking for direct guidance as to what to do with your money, this is not the book for you. This book may cause you more stress than help because she's not directive. And that's a beautiful thing. Like when I really thought about it and talked to my colleague about it, it's like, it should be like, here's Here's some information and I want you to, you know, trust yourself, trust your, your gut, be able to do some research and make your decision. But as a financial um, counselor, I find that people come to me when they are trying to make a decision and having those discussions um, and giving them examples is more helpful than saying, um, here's, you know, all these things and then just figure it out yourself. In the coaching model, you definitely, the person has the answer, but there's some guidance that is needed. This book definitely gives you many options to choose from. Um, it is a great book. I think for where I am in my financial journey, I totally learned a lot. It made me consider a lot of different things, especially my relationship with debt. Um, and so you have to know where you are in your journey. I don't recommend it if you are, I don't recommend it if you are new on your journey or if you're trying, um, to figure it out because I think it can be overwhelming. And so great book. If you know where you are, if you're figuring out, it may cause you confusion. But if you're the type of person who's like, I have to make all these decisions myself and I want to know, go for it. Um, it's something to pick up. It was a worthwhile read. Great resources available in the book. Just know where you are in your journey and decide whether it is the book for you. So... The action step with this book would be honestly evaluate where you are in your financial journey. Decide uh, if you are trying to get out. If you if you feel that you're in a money crisis. Decide if you want to be given all these options or do you want something that's more prescriptive? If you feel like you have a handle on your finances and you really want to sit down and plan and think things through, this book is for you. It gives you a lot of guidance. So again, the book is, it's not about the money, a proven path to building wealth and living the and living the rich life you deserve by Scarlett Cochran. Her, um, I guess, blog or website 
is one big happy family. I will put a link, an uh, Amazon link, which is an affiliate link in the show notes. Um, as you know, I'm trying to monetize this podcast, so you won't pay more if you use the affiliate link, but I do get a little something if you purchase it uh, through the link. It is a good read. It is informative. Just know where you are in your journey when deciding whether or not to read it. So thank you for listening. I look forward to speaking to you next week. Remember, stay in the black. Thank you for joining us this week at Staying in the Black. Subscribe to make sure you never miss a show and visit our website at stayingintheblk.com. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at stayingintheblk. If you like the show, please tell a friend and leave a review in iTunes so that we can continue to bring you amazing episodes. Thank you for listening. See you next week when...